started? Have we started? Yes, we've started. started. Okay. Good stuff. All right, welcome to another Robinson Ralph podcast with me, uh, Dave and Sam, or Sam, Dave and I. I think it's probably the correct. No, with me, Dave, me and Sam. Dave, Sam and me. Dave, me and... We could say with I, would you? Wouldn't you? No, I'd say with me. To be fair, if you don't understand by now who, you, who you're listening yeah. to, then... Or who you are. <laughs> <laughs> are you wondering which one you are? Yeah. Of Simon, yeah. Dave and Sam. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I remember I was at a, a, a firm before, and there was apparently... I make up the names. There was apparently two women called, say, Helen. And, um, both called Helen. Yeah, both called Helen. And, <laughs> and there, was con- there was confusion, and apparently one of the partners said to one of the Helens, "Where's Helen?" And Helen went, "Which one?" <laughs> anyway, so I mean, to be fair, that's a valid question. Yeah, but, she, yeah, but no, if you're saying if I said if there was two Daves and I said to you, "Where's Dave?" You would assume that if I was asking you, "Where's Dave?" I wasn't including you in the "Where's Dave?" Wouldn't you? <laughs> you might not know my name. No, but okay. Maybe she thought the other person didn't know her name. I know she was called Helen, uh, possibly. Um, <laughs> this yeah, is absolutely. Can I, I just say, it. as an observer, this is an absolutely fascinating conversation. This, what a start this week! <laughs> what a fantastic start! You're more than an observer, Sam. You know, give yourself the credit due. Yeah, you are looking very smart today. Thank yeah. you very much. Why? Thank you very much. I've, like I said to the guys just before we started this, um, Which guys, this shambles. That guys, guys is in you. Oh, oh sorry, you who are you talking to then? Guys in David Sillerton and Simon Robinson, just for clarity. Why did you suddenly go from being a conversation between the three of us to then addressing the audience? Did you just... Oh, you just, oh, because you I'm, I'm, I'm providing <laughs> that clarity based on the previous story where names got confused. I'm providing that absolute certainty <laughs> as to who I'm talking about. Well, okay. actually, I don't think that is, because I was confused about who you were talking to. Well, even though I'm looking at you right now. No, but you were going. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but you, exactly. You were looking at us, and you were saying you, the guys. No, but I'm speaking to the guys. The moment ago. Or maybe I've just got that awareness of the listener. Right. So, are we going to be speaking to the listener or each other? <sighs> right. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you now. So okay. Why are you, and I'm going why to, you dressed so lovely? Yeah. Because, and I'm looking at you both now, so you, you know. Yeah. It's because I've run out of jumpers. They're all in the wash <laughs> due to the recent uh, attack of bad weather that we've been having. Okay. Um, I've had to layer up a lot this week, and uh, basically this is the last bit of mm. warmish clothing that I've got left. What's the most jumpers you've ever worn at any one time? Good question, dear. Three, um, but it's actually... Uh, some, some Three who know, jumpers? Yeah, some who know me... Some, who, um, some people who know <laughs> me... Are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people who know me away from the world of employment law will will be aware that I do actually have a stress jumper okay. at home, uh, which I occasionally, um, I'll occasionally sleep in. And uh, the basic premise is it started off as a reasonably perfect jumper, and over time it kind of... Um, it started to fray away in the washing machine. Right. Um, but so it then. To let you know, he thought our anecdote was boring. <laughs> no, this, is, this does have a. So, well, I'm going to have to finish it now. Story about um, jumper. So, basically, over time, it started to fray away, it started to get holes in. This is so, ending. So, I decided to uh, convert it into like a pyjama jumper. Right. And done. over time, the holes got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. So then it yeah. went from a pajama jumper into yeah. a jumper which I can, you know, rip away at and tear at if I'm in a stressful situation. So, for example, doing university work, whenever <laughs> you know you have to take the odd thing home with you, it's usually quite good. It's quite a, you know, so I, 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 I stress thought ball. it was going to be like some sort of comfort blanket. 
but it's more like an anger management tool. No, but it's just it's just something for the listener. If you if you don't have a stress ball, just get an old knackered jumper out and start tearing holes in it. I I find that it de-stresses de-stresses perfectly. You, you should patent that, Sam, actually, and sell old knackered jumpers. As well, stress. I would, yeah, but the, there's probably a few out there who think that's such a good idea. I'm going to beat him to it. So probably by the time you know people finish this podcast, it's going to be out yeah. there. Well, you, you, yes, there's only one flaw on that is that no one listens to this podcast no you must have faith speaking of which i had a dream the other night a very vivid dream mm-hmm. that i was in this lake thing and this fish jumped out right and it was narrated in the dream and the fish stopped in slow motion in front of me and the narrator went it's not a piranha fish it's a pajama fish right because the bottom half of the pajama of the pajama fish had blue and white stripes like it was wearing a pair of Pajamas. I mean, the anecdote game is pretty high today, isn't it? <laughs> well, do you know what, Dave? You do such a good job at the anecdote game, game week in, week out. I woke up genuinely. I thought, oh, do you know what? I might, I might put this in the weekly update. Mm. And in my head, I plotted out an entire running gag about pajama fish. Yeah. And I was like, then I was like, this is some of the best stuff I've ever, ever, <laughs> ever written. Okay. Ma- the main kind of thrust of the gag that I can remember. I think I was still half asleep when I was writing it. So you weren't <laughs> dreaming the. The, the the joke yeah so where does the dream come from then if you weren't asleep no I woke up after dreaming of the pyjama fish and I thought oh that is brilliant I could turn it into some kind of story of the pyjama mm. fish because because of course the fish wouldn't be swimming up and down so the pyjamas wouldn't be at the bottom they were just at the side of the fish because fish so anyway in my head I thought I'm going to make that that work I, yeah. I clearly haven't I mean I'm confused so, the, so if you imagine <laughs> if you imagine a fish a fish swims sideways doesn't yeah, it yeah yeah right? yeah so it was called the pajama yeah. fish because its, it's so called bottom half yeah. was blue and white, but it wasn't its bottom half. It, it was, was its, its back half. Yeah, its back right. half. So, but if it was it, if if, if it fish, swam out of the water, yeah, it would look like it was wearing a pair of pajamas. Yeah, okay. But it was a piranha. If it walked around on two feet. What do you mean you get like a, evolution? That's what happened, isn't it? Fish walk walked pajamas. out. Of water. Is that the next stage? Fish will have feet. No, I think it, it's like a few stages ago. Pajamas. So uh, yeah, and we're going. We're off to a pub quiz tonight, aren't we? It's we are indeed. Good yeah. fun. Um, so yeah, <laughs> better win. I think <laughs> we will. Sounds like good fun. Yeah. yeah. So should we talk about, about this case? case? Um, how long? How long have we been into this before we started talking about the case? About five minutes. Oh, that's, a, that's okay. It felt like quite a lot longer. <laughs> it did. I suspect most people have given up now. Well, you've got to warm up, haven't you? So yeah, this case is. Uh, the case of Udine against London Borough of Ealing. Um, so Is that I, how you pronounce it? Udine. Ealing. Ealing. <laughs> <laughs> London. Is this going to be... A, is this, you're not going to... off, mate. You're not going to make loose fish anecdotes now, are you? I thought that was going into Ealing as in an electric eel. No. You're not going to... You're writing your own jokes now. No, no I'm just, I'm just putting was, it out there just in case you day. were thinking about it. It, it was, was good, good, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I wasn't... I, I, just for the listener... I haven't planned to do any more fish. It wasn't a fish joke. It was a dream about a fish. It's a fish story. I was laughing, dream. though, in my head listening to it, so I assumed it was a joke. Oh, but maybe it was just boredom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I've been talking about this at a couple of HR director forums that uh, I've Whether been Whether they wanted you to or not. Well, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, I think they wanted to, me to before I started talking. And then when I started talking, I very quickly realised what I'm like. So, uh, <laughs> well, they've got a good idea now. We did, we did, <laughs> I would stop. We did a thing yesterday for... Um, oh, you did, didn't you? Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, we talked about uh, Brexit. Yeah. And we were introduced and said, oh, give them a big round of applause. They're going to be great. And everyone applauded. And I rightly at the beginning said... I think that's premature applause. I think, <laughs> wait till the end, and they all laughed. I think, thinking, "Oh, this is going to be brilliant." 
wasn't brilliant. Did they did they applaud at the end? They did applaud at the end, but it was one of those like you know, prompted. Like it was. Slow. Was it a slow clap halfway through? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was followed by wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreaming about pajama fish. And I did see the video. I mean, that wasn't me in the background. It wasn't meant to be me, was it? The naked guy. No. 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 Okay. No, no, no. And we did run outside, but the wind was everywhere. Yeah. So I looked a bit like Trump. The bro, the bro. He was bro, a bit broken as well, wasn't he? Bro, broken and naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, after a day at Robinson Ralph, is that? <laughs> yeah. London Borough of Ealing. Yeah, uh, Udin. So um, the story starts on a Friday night in the pub. Excellent. Um, Mr. Udine, who is a deputy team leader in the Family Intervention Program in the Social Work Department of uh, Ealing Council, yeah. um, is getting a little bit touchy feely with a 26-year-old university student who's there on a three-month work placement. How old's he? So he's 43. We're married with kids, presumably. Married, I don't know about kids. And she's 20... She's 26. She's a uni student, but she's a mature student. Um, And they, at some point in the night, decide to sneak off to the disabled toilet, who says romance is dead. Yeah. Um, and after they've been in there for approximately Together. one one minute, yeah, right. yeah. I don't, but sorry, I don't mean obviously they went by themselves, but I mean he didn't follow her. That it was a consensual. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was no dragging or anything okay, like that. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, after about a minute, one of us, one of their sober colleagues uh, and another colleague um, said, "This is a really bad idea for everybody involved." Banged on the door. How many people were involved? There was a, it was a team night out. All right. Oh, but the team just didn't the two do of them had gone into the, the toilet. Um, the toilet. So. Um, after that, everybody kind of said goodbye and the night kind of dispersed, I guess, in mutual awkwardness. Um, <clears throat> on the Monday morning, he comes in. He's absolutely mortified. Right. He has a word with the student, um, SR, and he says to her that... What? That's her initials, SR. Simon Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, it's been a long time since I've been described as attractive. Yeah. So, all right. I don't know about if this. I was going to. I was going to say, have you ever? (laughs) He said he didn't fancy her, but he was so drunk that he didn't remember. So he said to her, "Eh? "Did we have sex?" She assured him, "No, we didn't." Uh, And he said, "Oh, that's a relief." (laughs) Um, And he said, "If it got out, then he wouldn't be able to live it down." Uh, And um, that he hoped that it it, it didn't get out. So anyway, management were aware. He was suspended and charged with uh, three allegations, inappropriate sexual behaviour in relation to the Friday night, intimidating and threatening behaviour in relation to his conversation with SR on the Monday morning, and bringing the council into disrepute. So there was an investigation uh, by a Mr Jenkins. Sorry, why, if it was consensual on the Friday night, why, what was the problem? Well, the, the issue was that um, he was a senior relatively was a senior manager okay. and she was in a mentor. Um, he, he was a, a a mentor to her in a way. Oh, Not formally, but she'd been on a work placement and worked with him. So um, I, I guess the concern was about abuse of power. Did given she that complain she, about it? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. She's, so she, she hadn't wasn't. complained and they would made an issue of that. Well, so... Um, well, what what ultimately happened was during the investigation, um, she said to Mr. Jenkins, well, actually, when we were in the toilet, um, he pushed me against the wall, Ooh, right. and he showed she showed him a picture of some bruised breasts, which she said were hers, but there was no face um, in the picture. He said, "That's a really serious allegation. You right. should go to the police." She did. Um, 
when she went to the police, she was being interviewed by a specialist police officer uh, who pointed out some inconsistencies in her account. She asked for some time, took some advice and said, I want to withdraw my complaint um, because this is all a bit griefy, uh, her word, and I felt pressured to make the complaint by Mr Jenkins. So in the meantime, Mr Jenkins has completed his report uh, and he's recommended that there's a case to answer for gross misconduct. So, what well, all three charges being gross misconduct? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so the matter goes before a disciplinary hearing, right? Held chaired by a Miss Fair, which I thought was brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Um, yeah, it reminds me of my favourite employment law joke. Um, did you hear about the guy who got sacked from the fairground? No, go on. He sued them for fun fair dismissal. <laughs> Life changing. <laughs> so, Life enhancing. Or, I want that. Well, or I, I, I still was, I still hope to come across an employment judge. I don't think this is an actual surname called Mental. Yeah, just judgmental. Judgmental. Yeah. You're you're a bit judgmental. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> I follow the practices of judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> so Miss Fair um, heard the matter um, and she upheld the allegations. Um, the case at the disciplinary hearing um, for management was presented by Mr Jenkins. Now, for reasons that were considered not relevant and un, uh, um, unknown to anybody else, he decided not to reveal at the disciplinary hearing that uh, the student had withdrawn her allegations to the police. Right. And um, uh, Miss Fair said in tribunal that had she known this, then she would have wanted to know why. Um, so uh, Mr Udine was dismissed and um, he appealed to the council uh, and uh, that appeal was dismissed. He lost at employment tribunal and the matter went up to the employment appeal tribunal. Um, they found that the dismissal was unfair mm. um, and um, they considered the virtual principles and they said, well, reasonable investigation doesn't simply encompass a pre-investigation prior to the disciplinary hearing. The investigation encompasses everything, including the disciplinary hearing um, and up to the decision to mm. dismiss. Um, so uh, they felt that here, um, Mr. Jenkins' conduct in conducting the investigation was not reasonable. Now, the council's case was well, Mr. Jenkins isn't the one who made the decision to dismiss, Miss Fair was. And on the knowledge available to her, she was acting entirely reasonably. She didn't know that the complaint had been yeah, withdrawn. Which is a standard argument, really. Yeah. So, um, what was interesting about this case was the EAT said that, well, the knowledge of somebody other than the person who is dismissing could be relevant in deciding the fairness of the dismissal. Um, And someone who's responsible for the conduct of a pre-investigation, not sharing a material fact with the decision maker, could be relevant to fairness. The fairness here demanded that Miss Fair be informed of and take into account the fact that SR had withdrawn her complaint. So like all cases, this one is decided was decided on its facts and presenting it as I did, you probably think, well, yes, that, that does sound unfair. But the Employment Tribunal originally felt that it, it was a fair dismissal and the reason for that was that differentiation between the knowledge of Miss Fair and the knowledge of Mr Jenkins. So it's just that this might be relevant to come on to, but what about the other two charges that don't hinge on that? 
the him approaching her aggressively on the Monday. Oh, well, on the, on on its own, the intimidating and threatening behaviour wouldn't have been enough to dismiss Miss Fairside. Uh, I'm, I'm with the third. Um, and then bringing the council into disrepute really stemmed from the sexual uh, allegation. Ah, so it all hinged on that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. yeah. Um, so what was highly relevant here was that Mr Jenkins presented the management case um, but didn't disclose during the disciplinary hearing that material fact. And why didn't he? Uh, the, the motive wasn't considered relevant. Okay. Um, uh, so we don't know why. Okay. Um, uh, so, it, yeah. Um, but it probably would have been the same outcome um, even if there had just simply been a written report um, and Mr Jenkins, having prepared his report, hadn't attended the disciplinary hearing, yeah. but hadn't proactively, having gained the knowledge that she'd subsequently withdrawn her complaint, um, amended his report and made sure that people were, were aware of it. Um, it was also relevant that given the career um, ending, possible possibly implications of a dismissal in these circumstances to um, a senior social worker, um, was relevant that um, uh, well the standard of investigation should be higher than you might expect for uh, an allegation that isn't career threatening. So coming coming back to the point um, about his motive, this was about the integrity of the process as a whole, not the integrity of the individuals. This wasn't about stitching somebody up; it was about making sure that the process was fair. Um, so those involved with the disciplinary process um, going forward obviously always need to make sure that the information provided and will be relied on is and then remains accurate. But there have been recent cases um, which have made it easier for uh, the the employer to be um, imputed with the motive of somebody other than the person who makes the decision to dismiss. Is this the duty case? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, that was a case where Royal Meal Group versus Ju- oh, I don't know if that's pronounced right J H U T I. I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that was a case where um, the motive of the manager who had um, uh, referred the employee for capability proceedings under two years service was was um, a protected disclosure. Uh, the manager there, the dismissing manager, wasn't aware of that motive, but. Um, it was found that really the cause of the dismissal was the the protected disclosures. So this won't be it won't be an issue where uh, this case won't cause issues where the dishonest evidence comes from simply a colleague or or even simply the line manager. It's where that motive or that lack of information comes from a manager who is involved in the decision making process. Um, and if there is there a discriminatory motive or an improper motive, it might still be possible to link that to the dismissal. Right, I and mean, that's pretty. I was I was in awe of that. I must say, that was, really, you that, really drew me into that. Thank really, you. That was yeah. you can tell the difference between when one of these has been prepared and we just throw it together. Yeah, and done before. Yeah, including already earlier today. Yeah, but in so. saying that, it, it did it, <laughs> it, it it brought the case to life. Mm, thank you. And um, you knew what you were talking about. They're very rare that that happens. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, the model yeah. of perfection, I must say, the model of perfection. Yeah. Well, let's hope this carries on to the pub quiz. Yeah, as well. What's your specialty subject going to be, Sam? Your special subject, Sam. <sighs> what is an? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 
We Sorry. promote our staff here at Robinson yeah. Mill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, let me rephrase. Other than employment law, which we're all ears at, what's your um, what's your uh, specialist subject? Um, I would have to say bond. Oh, bond. Oh, yeah. yeah he gets bond. very protective about bond. If you ask yeah. him a question, he doesn't know the answer to. Mm. He's yeah. very partridge about it. Yeah. Well, that's another one. Partridge. Um, mm. Alan. That is not the bird. Yeah. yeah. Um, cricket. Obviously, yeah. big fan. Jimmy Cricket. Um, and strangely enough, American politics. I seem to know a lot more about American politics than than my own <laughs> my own country's politics in terms of like history. So, anything that comes up on that, um, okay. I'm your man. Who's a senator for South Florida? Do you even know the answer to that question? I don't want to claim I'm the expert on American politics. I know, but you can't ask somebody a question if you don't know the right answer. It, so that implies that I might know the answer. You can, but then but I might often not. people ask questions because they don't know the answer. Yeah, but he didn't do that, though. Questions. He didn't do that, though, because the, well, the tone you? of his voice wasn't right. He wasn't asking because he wanted to know. Oh, I think you're imputing an improper motive to him, much as in... The well, that's a shame, system. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so you're, employment law bans. So, so your specialist subject is basically everything, is what you just said. No, they're, 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 I think they're very discreet, <laughs> so then. So Bond, Partridge, American cricket. politics outside Florida, and cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave? Uh, I'm going to go with literature. Yeah. Um, <sighs> in particular, the Mr. Men. Yeah, very good. I've got a mug. I've got a Mr. Men mug actually at home. Um, apparently, I am Mr. Tickle. Um, okay, I, is that because the colour of your Mr. hair? <laughs> well, it's mainly because of the long arms, and my arms are very long, and uh, also Yorkshire? he's orange, and I'm ginger. So, there are Mr. Yorkshire. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who, the book that I find the most disturbing? I, I don't know if you're familiar with Mr. Messy story am, of Mr. Yes. Messy, mm-hmm. and he gets um, kidnapped or put in the back of a van by yeah. Mr. Neat and Mr. Tidy. Yeah. Um, it all gets quite dark when they get they're, back and basically alter his entire being and personality. Those books I find thoroughly unenjoyable. Oh, right, really? No, I, yeah. I quite like them, Mr. Mendes. Still reading them in your day and age, no, are I'm we? I'm reading them to my child, my two-year-old, as opposed to Juliet, fetch me my, my, my reading pipe <laughs> and my copy of Mr. Fire Mr. with Mr. a copy of Mr. Appetit. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Air, what, oh, that is a great image. What's he got himself into now? Not even a real pipe. He's smoke one of those bubble pipes that you'd blow the, you know. Yeah. Um, so my so my special subject, not that anyone's asked, but the, the listener at home or in the car or on the train or the plane or on their bike or just walking around or in the office, I don't know. They could be anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, underwater, um, scuba diving. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably stop listening if you're scuba cruise? diving. There's a shark behind you. What about on a cruise? On a cruise, absolutely. Mm, what about if they're the captain? Probably not. Not certainly not when they're operating the ship, I guess. But I on their so. downtime, on their on their yeah, when they're when mm. they're in their cabin alone. But then there's better things to do, I suppose. If you're on a yeah. ship, then and it's hard to argue with. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, is films ah okay? So what kind films, of films? Yeah. What kind of films? All films except foreign films. So basically, <laughs> zombie films, superhero films. And what? horror films. What films? <laughs> I thought he'd run out there. That's it. So three, maybe comedy films. Okay. So okay. so what happens if a film comes up that's none of those genres? Are you saying that we're screwed then? Because none of none of us 
nobody else has mentioned but films. But what happens so. with all the, the American politics questions about South Florida? You've already shown yourself to be woefully lacking. Yeah, but then I'll be engaging my brain because mm. somebody will be asking with the intention of actually knowing the answer, whereas you presented the question in an attempt to trip me up right, in well, front well, of the listeners. they know the answer. That yeah, is I know, point, and the purpose no, of the answer... They, they just got the answers written down. That doesn't imply... Well, they, if they know no, it, if right. they know it, then they're asking it. And we're there to obtain points. Your purpose of the question was to score a point. Was to it was to score a point against me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So right, you asked me a film question then. Um. All right. How many Bond films have there been, including this one that's going to come out? Loads. <laughs> hang on. Correct. Is it thirty now? Hang on. I'm a, hang on. Hang on. Doctor No. I'm not going to list them for everyone, but I will. Must be near. It must be around thirty. Hang on. So Connery did six. Lazen did one. That's seven. Uh, Roger Moore did seven. That's fourteen. Two from Dalton. Eighteen. Four from Brosnan. Gone. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Is twenty-seventh. No. That is right. Six and seven know. is thirteen. One's fourteen. Fourteen and two. Is no, 16. I didn't. But no, Moore didn't do seven. Did it? Didn't he, he, he do did, nine? He did seven. Yeah. I'm going to have to Google the answer now because you made me doubt myself. Well, you're wrong. He didn't do nine. So, six and one, seven. I'm just going to say, before 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 we Google the answer, I'm pretty sure the answer is 25. It's yes, 25, you've worked it's out 25. 25. I thought it was because this one was... I've just done the wrong maths, but Roger Murray yeah. didn't do nine. <laughs> so, basically, if there are any maths questions... Don't ask Robin. We're also done. <laughs> well, unless there are maths questions about the number of Bond films because we've just worked that out. Yeah, no, when you say worked it out, question. you've taken a few guesses at it, and then by process of elimination, or in other words, realising you messed it up, yeah. you've then got the but right those, answer. Those 25... Oh, no, what I was thinking of when I said 27, you see, I was oh, including, no, 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 I was no, including no. the original Casino Royale with David Niven. No, 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 no. I'll no. never say never again. Which, no. Dave, 25 plus 2, correct me if I'm wrong with my maths, is 27? No, that was yeah, not endorsed. That won't be a question tonight. I'm guessing what is 25 plus 2 yes. <laughs> I hope it well, is to be for fair, a room full of employment lawyers we might struggle <laughs> with that one but if it is 25 what is 25 plus 2 we are we're in we've already prepared should we write it down just in case <laughs> yeah, I'll go to the bar at that point because like you've got this do you know what I spoke to Paul Smith Quizmaster earlier today but yeah. I didn't think to grill him on any what the questions were going to be I should have taken that opportunity shouldn't I <sighs> just Wasted opportunity there. I know, it was, wasn't I'm it? sorry. I didn't even think. So we'll put we'll put a video or some pictures on uh, LinkedIn tonight. There's going to be Juliet's coming as well, and then we've got um, three other people coming as well. So that's what seven of us. the pictures you'll see. The pictures you'll see will be us screaming at each other. Like, why can't you add up? Yeah. No, no. The first picture will be all of us all holding a pint, being all being all great, and then by the, like the seventh or eighth picture, it'll be like just two or three people just left. Silence. <laughs> yeah, silence. Yeah. Sat, sat around facing the opposite way. Yeah, you'll be dreaming of your pajama fish, won't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the corner, but they've got a face off the piranha fish. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Brilliant. So uh, that's the end of that. Um, if you've got any more questions about um, the duty case or the Udine um, uh, Udine case please ask Dave if you've got any um, thoughts but positive thoughts and questions not mocking questions about the pyjama fish please get in touch with me or if you do know who the senator from South Florida is yeah, get <laughs> then please get in touch Sam that'd be brilliant so maybe, um, maybe the actual senator he or she will get in touch that'd be awesome <sighs> I, I'm the senator from Florida that's how you'd probably sound or it could be a lady I'm yeah. the senator oh, from is that Florida. Florida I can't do impressions of women 
<laughs> um, <laughs> that might you don't know. That might be a perfect impression of her. It might be. Yeah. So we'll find out. If you're the senator from South Florida and you sign like this, hello, get in touch. Oh, she Irish? I've got it wrong. He's going international with these with these impressions. Oh. Absolutely international. Hello, top of the morning, South Florida. <laughs> Uh, should we just should we just stop it now? I think so, don't you? Yeah. Thanks very much, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya.